Hey guys, I'm Samantha and welcome to Abundantly Clear, helping you demystify the law of attraction. So happy Friday, guys. Thanks for hanging out with me. Um, I hope that you've had an incredible week here in Burgundy. We've definitely had some weird weather. We've gone from sunny to pouring down rain to just ominous gray and that's like in the course of an hour so um it's been really strange but kind of uh kind of nice like uh definitely autumn vibes um so i hope that wherever you are in the world you have had an amazing week um and as you can see from the title of today's episode I wanted to talk to you about uh, using the new moon and the full moon. So today is Friday. Uh, Tomorrow, the 28th, is going to be the full moon for the month of uh, October. And I've been following, I think I talked last week, I've been um, kind of going through for a second time this uh, book, Positively Wealthy by Emma Mumford. And one of the things that Emma talks about is um, in terms of your manifesting journey is creating new moon and full moon rituals and how we can really use the the power of the the lunar cycle uh, to understand ourselves and our own energy and to use that to our advantage by creating some kind of ritual or routine that you do for both the new moon and the full moon. Um, So I'll talk a little bit about both of them. Uh, But essentially, you know, we've seen obviously the effect that the moon has on the oceans, right, with high tide, low tide and things like this. And so water reacts really strongly to the moon. And so the human body is 60% water. So, I mean, it's only natural. It's obvious. Of course, we're going to, as humans, react to the full moon and the new moon as well. Um, and so in this, um, in this book that I'm going through and I'll link to it in the show notes, um, but they, we talked a lot about, you know, just recognizing by creating this like routine around full moon, new moon, um, you're, what you're essentially doing is recognizing patterns in yourself and your own vibration and how you feel during certain times of the lunar cycle. And so, you know, you've noticed maybe there are certain weeks where you have super high energy. There are certain weeks where you have really low energy. Um, and it's completely normal. One of the things that I've loved learning about through my law of attraction journey is that like, we are not meant to be consistently manifesting and performing at our highest and best self all the time. It's physically impossible as a human. Um, And so a lot of the concept that I've been reading a lot about is like, you know, everybody within, within themselves, within yourself, you have essentially the four seasons, right? You have your inner spring, your inner summer, your inner fall, and your inner winter. And all four seasons, just like in nature, are extremely important, Um, but we're not performing the same actions in all four seasons, right? Right now, we are in full autumn, and so what's happening in nature in autumn, things are starting to, you know, shed their leaves, starting to get colder, things are starting to shrivel and kind of die, and it looks as though things are dead, but essentially, you know, a lot of nature is going into this hibernation mode. Um, and so it's not that nature isn't doing anything. It's just that we don't see it the same way that we see it in spring and summer when things are starting to flower and bloom and then in full bloom, uh, in summer. So just like in nature, it's completely normal and natural and really beneficial to have that same thing within ourselves. So 
um, recognizing when you have really high energy and really low energy and high vibes, low vibes, all of this can be really helpful when you're planning, you know, your, your life. And, you know, for example, if you have to plan a really important business meeting with maybe a new client or a new contact, you know, you maybe if you have this experience of monitoring and kind of creating this diary of where your vibes are during each um, week of the, the lunar cycle, you can plan that meeting for a week when you know you have really traditionally or typically high energy, right? So you're more likely to want to devote the time to preparing for it. You're going to have a really high vibe when you show up and that's going to be really obvious to whoever is sitting on the other side of the table. So I just really love that it's not like just all about, you know, we are one with the earth. And I mean, it's true, but it's really like these are practical things that you can apply to your life if you start to understand yourself and how you function you know, during each phase of the lunar cycle. And so, um, again, there's two really important stages. There's the new moon and there's the full moon. So tomorrow is the full moon. So I'm going to start with that. And what you can do is kind of set up your own ritual and it doesn't have to be, you know, like a really intensely spiritual ritual, but just a routine, if you prefer that terminology, of something that you're going to do to recognize the full moon every month. And so you want to set up a space, you know, like a really, if you're inside, you want to set up just a calm space where you're not going to be uh, disturbed, where your kids aren't going to be coming over, (laughs) where your spouse isn't going to be bothering you, where there's no like dog barking, whatever. Just set up your space. Um, if you can, like, obviously I just talked about, we've had some really, you know, bizarre weather here, so it's not really, uh, appealing for me to go outside tomorrow night, but, um, if you're in summer or if you're in a part of the, if you're in a part of the earth where you have uh, warm weather right now, um, maybe go outside, right? Get physically closer to nature, um, Again, just an area where you're going to feel really peaceful, where you're not going to be disturbed. Um, Secondly, if you are doing this inside, um, totally optional, but if you want, think about maybe kind of cleansing or smudging the space where you're going to be spending a few minutes. Um, So either with like sage, you know, you can burn some sage and wave it around, say a little mantra or whatever to clean any negative energy out of this space where you're going to be doing this ritual. Um, you can use Palo Santo wood if you want. I still have a piece that a friend gave me, um, uh, years ago, but I still have that. So I use that because I think white sage kind of smells like weed and not a big fan, especially with the kids in the house. Uh, but anyway, clean the space, right? If you want to, you can light a candle. If you're into working with crystals, you know, bring your crystals with you um, into your space. If you're outside, that's amazing because they're going to be like cleansing and charging in the moon. Um, But, you know, bring in whatever little trinkets you use when you're manifesting or things that bring you like peace and joy and comfort or that remind you of your goals. Um, Bring that stuff with you. And so we're talking that goes for the new moon and and the full moon. So but we're speaking now about getting specific about the full moon ritual. And so the full moon, right, it has essentially reached its peak, right? And the day after the full moon, it's going to start to get smaller and smaller. So it's going to be a descending moon after. So the full moon is not really about manifesting and what you want for the immediate future. 
the full moon is really an opportunity to think about the past month, right? The last four weeks. Think about, reflect back, right? On everything that you've done in the past month and really think about what you want to leave in the past, right? Think about things that you don't want to take with you into the new month. Things that are not serving you, that are, you know, no longer beneficial to you, that you really want to kind of release and just let go. Um, And it can be things, you know, it can be things like emotions. It could be things like people. It could be you know, experiences, it can be, I mean, it can be anything, habits, um, limiting beliefs, just really think hard about anything that you've done that you've been, you know, hasn't really left you feeling positive about yourself or about your situation um, and make a list, right? Put these things on a list as you're sitting in your cleansed space, you know, with your candles going and your zen and all of this. So put these things on your list. The thing is, I would say, and from everything I've been reading as well, and the thing that I really like is that you want to make this um, not a negative list. So if you think about, well, I'm an English teacher, so I think about affirmative phrases and negative phrases. I probably say those two, those words like a million times a day, but think about affirmative phrases, even though these are things that you want to leave in the past. Um, so as I'm kind of preparing for mine, I'll give you just an example, um, something that I have read about and that I find I'm a hundred percent guilty of is this concept of like mom revenge or parent revenge, I think it's called. And so it's basically like you are a parent, right? And you go to work or not, like whether you leave the home to work or if you are a stay-at-home parent and your work involves maintaining your house and taking care of children, regardless, like if you spend your entire day taking care of other people and, you know, giving your time, giving your energy, giving everything to other people, um, this concept of parent revenge is that at the end of the day, you know, when you finally put your kids down, and they're sleeping and you think, whoa, like I really need to go to bed. (laughs) Like I promise myself I am going to be in bed before 10 o'clock. And then what do we do? (laughs) You're like, I actually have time to myself. The kids are in bed. There's no one to take care of. There's no one to steal my time. There's no one to cater to. It's just me. And so, uh, the theory behind this and what I'm totally guilty of is like, yeah, I know I should go to bed. Like this morning when I woke up, I promised myself I would go to bed because it's what my body needs, right? And there is no clearer time to understand what your body needs in terms of rest than first thing in the morning, right? If you are not like jumping out of bed, super stoked, well rested, then, you know, the first thought is like, oh, tonight I am going to bed early. I promise. And I always have this intention. But the, the, the fact is, you know, it's so liberating. If you're a parent, you know this, but like it's so liberating when you finally put your kid to bed and you have these moments to yourself where you could do anything and you just end up staying up later than you want like for no reason like there's no benefit to you it's not self-care it's self-sabotage we just can't help it like I know the moment I go upstairs and get into bed like 
that free time for me is over until the same thing happens tomorrow, <laughs> until I put my kids to bed. And it, it's not a negative thing. Like I, There's nothing I love more than taking care of my daughter than being a mom. But at the same time, you're like, oh, I just want one minute to myself. And so you put the kids to bed and you're like, woohoo, it's a party. And instead of going to bed at 10 o'clock, you realize that now it's midnight and like, shit, you have to work tomorrow and you're going to be even more exhausted. And so this is the thing on my list. For example, I'm not going to say like, like, you know, I I want to stop staying up so late and I need to quit, um, you know, procrastinating and staying up late and going to bed late. No, I'm going to say instead, like, I want to prioritize rest, right? Uh, I haven't in the past month, if we're thinking about things that I want to release, I haven't prioritized my own rest, right? I've committed self-sabotage. I have not treated my body with the respect that it deserves and I haven't given it what I know it needs. And so I want to release this habit of, you know, staying up so late. Um, So again, it's just my example, but the point really is, You don't want to make it something negative, right? You just want to make it something that you're releasing. Like, this is what I've done in the past month. This is not serving me and I'm aware of it. And I want to let it go, leave it here, release it. I'm not bringing it with me into the next month, right? And so it's really fun on the full moon because the idea of release, right? You make the list, you really feel it. You read those things, you believe in them and you focus on the positive phrases and then what are you going to do? You burn it, right? You burn the list. This is it. If you can go outside, obviously go outside. If you have a fireplace, put it in the fireplace. Um, You can read those things out loud if you want first and then you burn them. And like, obviously... (laughs) be smart guys if you're gonna start burning things uh it's not like burning your ex-boyfriend's clothes in the front yard you can take like a little saucepan or a frying pan if you don't have a fire pit or something outside where you can safely do that um just put your list in there light it up right and just let it burn that is literally destroying all of those things in the past that didn't serve you and then i've i've read a couple of things about what you can do ideally after that with the list like uh with the ashes sorry the list is burned um what you can do with the ashes um is that you bring them inside you swirl you know some water around the the pan if that's what you use to burn it and you um, just put it down the sink. Like you literally put those limiting beliefs and those things that you need to release. You literally just put them down the drain, right? And they are being pulled away from your house and away from you. And that is truly releasing, um, all of those things, right? So, um, I've learned, I've heard too, some people, instead of pouring it down the drain, like to, uh, to bury it, right? Bury the ashes or even bury the list if you're really like not super cool with burning something or if it's not an option for you wherever you live because of your situation, you can even take the list itself and just bury it somewhere, right? Return it to the earth. It's not serving me anymore. I'm getting it physically away from me, all right? And so that is your full moon ritual about release. Um, There's obviously a slightly opposite uh, procedure or routine or um, uh, kind of ritual that you could do on the new moon. And so the new moon obviously is when the sky is the darkest 
the moon is the smallest it's it's become as small as it is going to be or as as uh, small as we will be able to see it from from our perspective um and the day after the new moon it's going to start to get brighter and brighter and brighter and so think of that as your new beginning right the new moon is when you really want to focus on what you want to manifest right what you want to create what you want to accomplish in the next four weeks So instead of looking back on the full moon, you are looking forward with the new moon. And so you're still making a list. You still have your same space. You can do it inside, outside, whatever works for you. Um, But you've still, you've made the same space. You've got some time where you're not going to be interrupted. You've cleansed it. You've saged it. You've, You've got your crystals with you still. You know, whatever you need to create that same ritual space. Um, But this time on your list, you're going to be writing goals and things that you want to accomplish specifically in the next month. Like it's a really good thing to have long-term goals, um, you know, and, and we work a lot with like lists and manifesting and how to um, how to arrive at a manifestation of a really long-term goal. But if that's you and you can't think of anything really small, then what I would suggest is that you take that long-term goal and you break that down into actionable steps, right? Things that you can physically do or work on or start in the next four weeks, right? Um, and you are going to instead of burning this list, obviously we don't want to burn things that we're looking to create and manifest. And so it, um, if you are into crystals and you're using crystals and you have them charging, if you leave them outside with the new moon to charge, leave your list there as well. Like let your list soak in that new moon energy. Um, and if you're doing it inside, you know, the same thing. If you charge your crystals inside, maybe on a, on a windowsill where that new moon uh, is visible, leave your list there as well, right? So everything that you hope to bring into your life and to draw towards you in the next four weeks, um, leave that there. It's charging with that new moon energy. And then the following day when it's done, you know, you want to take that list and put it in a really safe place, like show it some respect. These things are things that you honor and that you're working towards. And so give that piece of paper. Um, if you physically wrote them on paper, give that some respect and put it in a safe place. Right. And so that would be your new moon ritual. So maybe we'll talk about it again in a few weeks when we have the November new moon. Um, uh, but that is it. That's how you can really create a ritual or a routine that you do for the full moon and for the new moon to really just help you, you know, again, recognize your habits and your vibe during those times and how you can kind of, you know, tweak your life and your, your planning to fit that. Um, but also, you know, there's, there's a lot of energy in the new moon and the full moon. So you can really use that for your manifestation. And also specifically, like I said, for the full moon on releasing things, releasing your limiting beliefs and all of this. So, um, I will just give you one more because I love it. I know I've talked before about the uh, Candy Crystals podcast. So Mark Tweedy is uh, the creator of Candy Crystals in the UK and he has a podcast obviously based all around uh, crystals and how to use them to manifest and things like this and not really related to crystals but he's the one who kind of introduced me to this routine um, on the first of the month. So, you know, I'm not going to see you or, or talk to you guys again until after the 1st of November, but he has this ritual 
And I, I thought it was crazy at first and maybe it is, I don't know, but I really love it. And I've been doing it now for two months. Yeah, this will be the third month in November. And so is, again, it's not necessarily tied to the full moon, but on the first of every month, right? What you're going to do <laughs> is you go to your spice rack and you take cinnamon, right? Cinnamon has traditionally been used for centuries as a symbol of wealth, right? Like during the spice trade uh, days, cinnamon was really difficult to come by and it was really like a sign of prosperity and wealth. So if you are open to it, um, you go to your spice cabinet, you take uh, a handful of cinnamon in your left hand, right? You want to close your fist with the cinnamon in there in your palm and you close your eyes as well and you imagine that the cinnamon is money, right? We're talking about money here. So you imagine that the cinnamon is money and you want to talk to it. I'm sorry I laugh. I know it sounds I know it sounds a little loopy, but I've been doing it and I haven't had any, you know, like windfall, but I haven't had any financial problems, knock on wood, in the past uh, few months. And so you talk to this and you tell this handful of cinnamon money how much you appreciate it and how thankful you are for its presence in your life. And even if you are in a place where you are like more in debt than surviving, you do the exact same thing. You imagine that that cinnamon is exactly the amount that you need or it's, you know, your goal. It is it's something important to you, right? It's not just like this infinite amount of money. You have to make it personal. And so you have your eyes closed. You have the cinnamon in your left hand. You're talking to it. Thank you so much. Like I thank you so much for everything that you've provided for me in the past month. Um, I, you know, I invite you to, to continue showing up in my life. I give you this uh, warm welcome, right? I welcome money. Money is always coming to me in more ways than I know. I never have to worry about it. Money is just energy and energy is abundant. You know, whatever really hits with you is what you want to say. And then when you feel like you've really made your point and that cinnamon understands your appreciation, you're going to step outside your front door. Obviously, leave the front door open. You step outside, you open up your palm, and you, you blow it. You blow that cinnamon from outside into your home, right? You are really welcoming all of that money and that wealth and that abundance into your house. Um, and then you leave it there. <laughs> and if you are OCD like me, you're like, right, but like, when can I clean the cinnamon? <laughs> and I will just tell you from my experience, even if you take like a fair amount, like a good tablespoon and you blow it into your front door, it's not as bad as it sounds. Right? It's not as messy as it sounds. Um, and what Mart from Candy Crystals recommends is to leave it there at least overnight. Like if you do the ritual at night, because you don't want people trampsing in and out of your house all over your cinnamon money. So do it at night when no one's going to step on it. Leave it there on the floor inside your home and outside if it got outside on the terrace or whatever, at least overnight. Okay. Let it do its thing. Let it really soak in. Let it see how welcome it is in your space and all that good stuff. Um, and then you can clean it up the next day. <laughs> So um, I really, I mean, I really had fun talking to you guys about the new moon and the full moon um, and the little cinnamon ritual. And I hope that you find some kind of value there. I really hope that you try some of these rituals um, or at least try at least, try at least, you know, tracking somewhere where you're going to look at regularly when 
is the new moon and the full moon and just maybe jot down a little note about like how you're feeling, right? Like low energy, high energy, irritable, super stoked, whatever. Um, And when you start doing that and eventually over time when you can look back, I I swear you're going to start to see like, oh, like this week I... I feel like I hate everyone and I need to quit my job and like move to, I don't know, Tahiti. And then, you know, you'll notice, oh, wow, I feel that exact same way at the same point of the month, every single month. And so, no, I don't need to quit my job right now. I need to just understand that's, you know, something that's happening for me. And I know it's going to pass because you've been tracking um, that influence on your own personality and your own vibration. So again, let me know on Instagram. I am at ParleyVooFranglish, or you can just Google Samantha Moulton and you will find me. Let me know if you try any of the rituals. I'd really like to hear about it. Um, Otherwise, if you can, as we're still an extremely new podcast, if you have a moment to, um, to rate, review, and subscribe, that really makes such a massive difference. Um, And so thank you guys again. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and a beautiful full moon tomorrow night. And I will see you again next Friday. Thanks guys. Take care. Bye.